You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. Pag December po, hindi lang po Christmas celebration o Christmas party ang nangyayari. Ang December po ay paborito din ng marami na maging kanilang wedding month. Sino dito kinasal ng December? Sino dito nangangarap kayong maikasal ng December? Basta December. At pag may wedding, nakakita din tayo ng mga uh, tawag ng proposal. Nakapanood na ba kayo ng proposal? O nakatin ba kayo ng proposal? Di ba minsan napaka-cheesy napaka mga... Ganun, di ba? Kasi iba, yung niloloko pa nila, kung ano, ano. Well, no matter what the way is, proposal is really killing to the bones. Yeah? You see, four most precious words for a single woman. Four most precious words for a single woman is, Will you marry me? Yee-hee. Yeah, para pag si William eh. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. But for a single man, the three most precious words that they want to hear is, I love you. Alam, pagka pinupursu mo yung girl, di ba? Sige na, mahal kita. Shoot up na tayo. <laughs> Sige na nga, I love you. Ganun, yeah. Wow, wow, may shoot up na ko. Mayroon ako jua. What if it is God who personally say these words to you? I love you. How will you respond? At one point in the history of the Jews, God whispers, whispered these words. How did Israel respond? This is what we're going to talk about today. And our, our topic will be taken from the book of Malachi. For, for, for this whole month, the book of Malachi, ang pag-uusapan po natin. Tayo po tayong lahat as we read God's Word. Malachi chapter 1, verses 1 to 5. The oracle of the word of the Lord to Israel by Malachi. I have loved you, says the Lord. But you say, how have you loved us? Is not Esau Jacob's brother, declares the Lord. Yet I have loved Jacob, but Esau I have hated. I have laid waste his hill country and left his heritage to jackals of the desert. If Edom says, we are shattered, but we will rebuild the ruins. The Lord of all says, they may build but I will tear down and they will be called the wicked country and the people with whom the Lord is angry forever. Your own eyes shall see this and you shall say, great is the Lord beyond the border of Israel. Right before the end of the Old Testament, si Lord po kinumpronta po niya yung kanyang chosen nation in a very unique way. Di ba, pagka tayo nagko-confront ng mga tao, parang medyo, mm. pero si Lord kakaiba. Anong sabi niya? I have loved you. It was so sweet in the ears, touching the heart, 
but it was responded in a very odd way. It's just strange yung response. Sabi niya, how have you loved us? Parang ganito sabi ng Israel. Sabi ni Lord, I have loved you. Sabi ng mga Jew, nakatasyong kilay. Lord, paano mo kami minahal? How have you loved us? Wait a minute. This is the God of the universe who have chosen Israel to be His chosen nation. And God was telling them, I have loved you. And you will respond to this God by saying, how have you loved us? And I say, how dare you? Right? Ang But before we judge them, it is worth to listen and know where they are, they are coming from. Di ba, minsan may mga taong ganyan, yung, yung pag nagsalita, bakit ganun siya magsalita? Nakaka- yung pala mayroon siyang pinanggagalingan. Are you with me? So maganda maintindihan natin, ano ba yung pinanggagalingan ng mga Hudyo? Bakit ganun sila sumagot kay Lord? Amen? Okay. So about 170 years prior to this, Judah, the Southern Kingdom, kasi ho yung Israel nahati sa dalawa. Northern Kingdom, ang tawag po dyan ay Israel or Ephraim. At yung Southern Kingdom, which is the smaller part, tawag po dyan Judah. Ang capital ay Jerusalem. Ang capital po ng, ng Northern Kingdom is Samaria. Okay? So ito pong Judah, 170 years earlier, dinisiplina po ni Lord dahil po sa kanilang unfaithfulness kay God. At ang Judah po ay na-devastate and they were exiled to Babylon. For us to imagine this, imagine Marawi City at yung plight po ng, at, ng mga inhabitants ng mga Maranaos doon sa Marawi. Napapanood natin yan. Now, imagine this one and multiply it 100 times. That's what happened to Judah. Now, several years earlier, yung Northern Kingdom po, ganyan din ang sinapit. They were conquered, devastated, and were exiled to Assyria. At ang ginawa po nila, ang kaibahan lang po, yung pong Northern Kingdom, wala pong natira sa kanila. Wala yung original inhabitants na wala. Bakit po? Kasi yung pong Assyria ay deliberately pinag-intermarry po niya yung mga Jew at saka yung mga tao niya. So nagkaroon po ng mixed marriage at nagkaroon ng mixed Race, yung po ang na Samaritans. Are you with me? Okay. Now, so, kung titignan nyo yung original feature, probably nung, 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 nung ng mga Hudyo, nawala na. Yung mga Samaritans, iba na itsura. Now, imagine this. A person with red skin. Okay? At sino bang lahi ang may red skin? Huh? The, the American Indians. Okay? Kaya meron tayong... Red skin Indians. Okay? Tawag po sa kala red. Ang Chinese, yellow. Okay? Ang mga Westerners ay white or Caucasian. Tayo, brown. Okay? So imagine. Okay? Red skin. Tapos, uh, kinky hair. Alam nyo yun, parang nanggigigil yung... yung 
Ganon? Kinky hair. Red skin, kinky hair, singkit. Pero blue eyes. Okay? Tapos, seven foot tall. At ang tawag sa kanya, Filipino. Huh? <laughs> wala, wala sa feature niya ang kahit isa na Pilipino. Maliban na lang kumakain siya ng balot. Yeah? Parang ganun, hindi ba na yung itsura nung, nung Samaritans? Kaya nga ho, dun sa New Testament, nagtatalo yung, yung mga Jew sa Samaritans. Dinidespise ng mga Jew yung mga Samaritans. Ah, wala kayo, mga half, half-baked kayo. Yung mga Samaritans naman, nagpipiti pa, hindi naman eh. Kaya tawag sa kanila mga dogs. Lower class. Okay? Now, 70 years after captivity, no, nung binihag po sila ng Babylon, yung Persian Empire po, ngayon ay Iran, kinangkar po niya ang Babylonian Empire. Okay? Yung Iraq. At pagkatapos, pinalaya po, pinabalik po ni King Cyrus yung mga Hudyo. Those people who wants to go back to, Ju- to Judah to rebuild the temple. And so they, they went back, those remnants of, of Jew, of, the, of Israel, to rebuild the temple. And they were successful in rebuilding the centerpiece of the Jewish life and faith. But it was a second-rate temple without the grandeur of the Solomon's Temple. Pero po si Prophet Haggai at saka si Prophet Zechariah, nag-prophesy po sila na sinasabi lang ang presensya ng Diyos ay babalik muli doon sa templo na yon. Sinasabi niya that the glory of the latter house will be greater than that of the former one. Sinasabi nila na magkaaroon ng kapayapaan ang Jerusalem. Magkaaroon sila ng expansion. Lalaki muli ang kanilang teritory. Pagpapalain sila, magkaaroon sila ng maraming blessing, maraming nation ang kakampi sa kanila. Yet several decades after, all they have were economic scarcity, prolonged drought, no, tagtuyot. Yung mga itinatanim nila, hindi namumunga. Napipisti ba? Okay. Naging merong pisti, pestilence. At yung teritory nila, napakaliit na lang. Imagine you, you have the whole Philippines, then after captivity, pagbalik mo, pateros na lang. Ganun po kaliit. Okay? Meron ba sa inyo dito, magbabarkada kayo, nagkaking excited kayo, pare, ganda, pasyal naman tayo sa pateros. Meron bang ganun? Wala. Alam ko, pare, pasyal tayo sa BGC. Pasyal tayo sa Alabang. Pasyal tayo sa Ganire, sa ganyan. Pero wala yung pasyal tayo sa Pateros. Anong mabisaday mo doon yung itik? Insignificant. Do you know that Pateros, I, I'm, I'm not in any way demeaning Pateros, but Pateros is the, is the only municipality in Metro Manila. Lahat po, siyudad na. At ang Pateros po, nakikishare ng congressman sa tagig. Kung ako nagkakamali. Ganun kaliit. Wala silang sariling congressman. <laughs> Ito po, ganun. Ang liit ng kanilang teritory na. At now, they are subjugated by a foreign power. Wala na, wala na yung Davidic king nila. Wala silang hari na galing sa lipi ni, ni David. At yung second temple po, 
had no visible manifestation of God's presence. And so they responded to God. Lord, kami mahal mo. Paano mo kami minahal? Ang lalim ng pinanggagalingan nila, no? Actually, God just verbalized what had been in their hearts all along. Ito pong form ng, ng, ng uh, literature ng Malakai is what they call satire. Meron pong sagutan. Si Lord lang actually nagsasalita eh. I love you, pero sabi mo, paano kita minahal? Pero ito ang sagot ko. Tanong mo, ganito, ito sagot ko. Sagot ko to, tanong mo to. Ganun po. So hindi nila sinasabi yon. But God verbalized it. What is in their hearts. You see, they were overwhelmed by their present realities and so they questioned God. They were disillusioned. Meron pong tinatawag na sense of cynicism. Okay? Di ba minsan may, may, may kapitbahay ka o kaklasi ka o kaopisina ka ang tawag mo nega. Yung super nega. Uy, baka magkakaroon tayo ng English ngayon. Ay, asa ka pa. Yeah. Uy, sana bakasyon naman sa 15. Ay, nako. Bakang nega na talaga. Cynicism. Okay? There's this sense of hopelessness and even anger. Theirs is what you call the backslidden heart. They went to the temple with a heartless worship and worthless sacrifice. Pero pumupunta pa rin sila sa temple. Nagpa-park pa rin sila sa baba. Okay? Nakikipunta pa rin sila sa escalator, nakikipagabulan pa rin makapasok sa 3 o'clock service. Okay? Umatin pa rin sila ng service. They still go through the motion of their religious routine, but their faith was a moving skeleton deprived of life itself. Their dark and present realities cast doubts to God's promised grace. At mga kapatid, kung di tayo magiging maingat, we will suffer the same fate as them. Because our present realities has the power to cast doubts on God's promise grace. Kapag po yung, minsan di ba, yung mga classmate mo, nakagraduate na, nakapasa na sa board, samantalang ikaw, nakaharap pa rin sa whiteboard. And so you question God, when your dreams of having a beautiful family lagi na lang napipigilan ng one miscarriage after another. And you wonder if you have done anything wrong or is there anything wrong with your faith? At pag hindi mo mahanap ang sagot, you begin to doubt the promised grace of God. Kapag yung, yung marriage mo is in the brink of suffering the same fate as that of your relatives and friends, pinagmamalaki mo, hindi, kristyano kami, mahal namin si Lord at mahal, namin, mahal kami ni Lord, hindi kami maghihiwalay. Pagkatapos, ano nangyari? Right before your very eyes, you see your marriage crumbling. Isang araw maririnig mo, Get out of my house! I don't need a parasite! and I don't need a part-time wife. Sabi oh, oh, oh. oh, When the doors of opportunity, ay eh, para bang, parang, parang bakal o parang bronze na hindi, hindi mo matibag. Diba, pilit kang kumakatok, bigyan niyo ako ng trabaho. Wala. 
lahat ng agency yung puntahan mo at yung mga HR na nag interview sa'yo, iisa lang ang sinasabi. They smile and they say, we'll call you. And you know, they're just being polite to you. They just want to say, sorry, wrong number. And so now, you realize that the book of Malachi is your story. My story. And we see our faces in the crowd only with different names, with different facial features. But you know, it's you, it's me. Doubting. Questioning God. How have you loved us, Lord? A tame rebellion was going on in their hearts. Those Jewish remnants. Hindi naman po sila sumasamba sa Diyos-Diyosan. Natuto na sila doon sa kanilang past experience. Pinarusaan na sila ni Lord. Hindi, hindi na po, wag na. But, neither were they worshiping God and living the way they should. Bakit po? Kasi po yung priesthood ay eh, nakorap na. Yung mga, mga saserdote nila, mga korap, they were marrying idolaters. Yung mga kapitbahay nilang hindi mananampalataya kay Yahweh, yun yung napapang-asawa nila. Tapos yung mga disadvantage, yung mga widow, yung mga orphan, yung mga mahihirap, they take advantage of them. At hindi na sila nagtatights. They were not saying it with their lips, but their actions speak so loud, it betrayed what was truly in their heart. How have you loved us, Lord? You see, God could have answered them like this. Hmm, how do I love thee? Let me count the ways. I love you, that's why. One, two, three, four, five, etc., etc. God could have said, you, di ba, hinati ko yung dagat na pula? Di ba, ganto? Di ba, nagyan kitang ganto? Di ba? Pero hindi yun ang sinabi ni Lord. He did not enumerate His wonderful deeds. He only gave them one answer. A very odd answer to a very odd question. Sabi niya sa verse 2, Is not Esau Jacob's brother, declares the Lord, yet I have loved Jacob, but Esau I have hated. Okay, tingnan natin ha. Sabi niya, Lord, sige nga! Sabi mo, sige nga, patunayan Paano mo kami inaal? Pasumagot si Lord, Esau was Jacob's brother, yet I chose Jacob and rejected Esau. Yun yung sagot niya. Parang, hindi um, ko naiintindihan yung Lord. Kayo naiintindihan niyo? <laughs> Ang layo eh. Now, Ang ibig sabihin po nun, sa NET, sabi niya, hindi yung hate na, as in hate. Di ba sabi ni Lord, si, si, si Lord Jesus, sabi niya ganun, uh, anyone who comes and follow me, they must hate their mother and their father. Tama? Ibig sabihin nun, dahil sa sobrang taas ng pagmamahal mo kay Lord, pag kinumpere mo yung pagmamahal mo sa mga magulang mo at mga kapatid mo, it looks like parang galit ka sa kanila. Naintindihan niyo? Parang pag pinagtapat mo si Piolo, saka ako, Kawawa naman siya, di ba? Walang kontra Ako may hawak ng microphone. Parang ganun. So sabi niya, 
Si Jacob I chose, si Iso nireject ko. Now, ano ibig sabihin nun? Bakit yun yung sagot ni Lord? You see, God was trying to dispel their doubts kasi nagdududa na sila eh. And so he went back to the time in history nung nakipag-covenant si Lord sa Israel. Okay? Ito po yung time nakipag-covenant si Lord. You see, he could have come back all the way to Abraham, to Isaac, pero hindi na siya pumunta doon. Kasi yung pinaka-crucial sa kanila, itong kay Jacob sa kay Iso. Si Abraham kasi mag-isa lang eh. Okay? Sabi niya, si Abraham, halika dito. Si Isaac, anak naman, so automatic. Eh pagdating kay Jacob sa kay Iso, may pagpipilian. Are you with me? You see, si Jacob po sa si Iso, twin sila, kambal. Si Iso po ang firstborn and he should have been God's obvious choice as culture dictates. But how many of you believe God cannot be dictated by anyone or anything? May sariling pag-iisip si Lord. Sovereign siya. Hindi pwedeng sabihin, Lord, yung sa amin dito nagkasundo kami. Dapat siya talaga. Hindi nga. He cannot be ruled by, by culture. He is sovereign. So in God's sovereignty, nung pipili siya ng isang tao na magiging ama ng isang bansang gagamitin niya para daluyan ng kanyang kaligtasan, nung kanyang plano ng pagtutubos sa sandibutan, sabi niya, mm, okay, pipili ako ng ta... Mm, ikaw! Yan lang. Hindi niya nagsabing, mm, okay, may chocolate. Mas malaki katawa. Mm, mas gwapo. Walang ganon. Walang qualification. No nothing. No preconditions whatsoever. He just said, mm, you. I choose you. That's it. Romans chapter 9, verse 10 to 13, Paul explains this to us. Sabi niya, and not only so, but also when Rebecca had conceived children by one man, our forefather Isaac, though they were not yet born. Sabi niyo nga yan? Hindi pa sila pinapanganak. Though they were not yet born and had done nothing either good or bad in order that God's purpose of election, say purpose of election, might continue not because of works, but because of him who calls, she was told, the older will serve the younger as it is written, Jacob I love, but Esau I hated. They have yet to see a, 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 see the light. They have yet to cry a single cry, katulad ng mga They have yet to do any significant thing in their lives. Yet God chose Jacob over Esau para maging channel po nung pagpapala ni Lord para siya maging pasimula nung plano ng pagtutubos niya sa buong mundo. You see, this is not favoritism. Okay? Iba po yung favoritism. Si Jacob po was chosen for a purpose. Hindi lang siya basta pinili, ikaw gusto ko ta. Basta gusto kita, type, mm, cute-cute. Hindi. May purpose ako, sige, sige, may purpose, may gagawin ako, ah, ah, ikaw ang gagawin meeting ko. It was for a purpose. So in the same line of argument, nagpatuloy po si Paul, verse 14 to 17, what shall we say then? Is there injustice on God's part? May favoritism ba si Lord? By no means, for he says to Moses, I will have mercy in whom I have mercy, I will have compassion in whom I have compassion. So then, it depends not on human will or exertion, but on God who has 
mercy. So hindi daw to depende sa kung ano yung ginagawa mo o hindi mo ginagawa. Di ba sabi ng kanta natin, There's nothing I can do, nothing I can say to make you love me more. Right? For the scripture says to Pharaoh, okay, ito kanina si Jacob pinag-uusapan, ito sa Pharaoh na. Sabi niya, For the scripture says to Pharaoh, For this very purpose, I have raised you up. Imagine, kahit po si Pharaoh, unbeliever, wicked, pinili ni Lord for a purpose. So Jacob was chosen for a purpose. Pharaoh was chosen for a purpose. Ano yun? That I might show my power in you and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. So they question, how have you loved us? Sige nga, Lord, paano mo kami naalso? Instead of enumerating it, God reminded them of His covenantal love to them. A covenantal love that elected Jacob without any preconditions or merits of His own. Ito pong covenantal love na ito is from generation to generation to generation to generation. And it is for eternity. When, he, when His chosen people po ay eh, nagduda, kinwestiyon po siya, ang sabi niya, remember this, I chose you. Why? Because I love you. This is a kind of love that is saturated with the concept of covenant. Okay? Tayo po kasi parang nawala na yung konsepto natin ng covenant unlike the Old Testament. Ang meron tayo contract. Tama? Pagka gusto mong mag- makikipag-transaksyon, gusto mong gumawa ng bahay, makikipag-kontrata ka sa isang arkitekto, sa isang engineer, sa mga contracting firm, tapos kasi pirmahan tayo. Contract. You do your, the, your end, I'll do things on my end, and wala, tapos ang ating proyekto. O kaya naman po, marriage contract. Akala nila, ang marriage is like a contract, pirmahan tayo, pag ayaw mo na, sana masunog ng city hall. Pero ang covenant po, iba. Iba po ang covenant. Kakaiba ito. The Hebrew term, Doon po sa word na love. Sabi niya, I have loved you. Or Ahab. Okay? Yung Hebrew word. Ahab. Sabi niya ganun. Uh, it is, uh, it speaks of loyalty, commitment, and pledge. Yeah? I pledge my love to you. Para po itong covenant commitment na doon po sa ginagawa natin sa kasal. Tama? Pastor King, paano ba simula nun? Uh, I, Jeremy Ramirez, do accept you as my wife. You are no longer your own, but mine. <laughs> Ang bilis, ano? Sa ganun, I, will, I promise to do this, that this, da, 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 da. Parang ganun po yung sinasabi ni Lord. Yung, I have loved you. I have, I have covenanted myself with you. It's still death. Do us part. Remember this. I love you. Bakit po niya sinabi yun? Because God's covenantal love has the power to win back a backslidden heart. Ang pag-ibig po ng Diyos, may kapangyarihang panumbalikin ang pusong tigang. Amen? Nais po ng Diyos na manumbalik yung kanyang mga tao. Kaya po, pinapaalala niya yung covenant niya sa kanila. And He's winning them back with His covenantal love. Maring iba po sa inyo, naranasan nyo na ito. When God melted your hardened heart, 
as He poured His love on you. You attended the church. You're angry at God maybe or you're just plain walang pakialam. Sabi, matin eh. But you know inside of you, there's a tug in you. It says, attend ka ng church. Attend, attend. Tapos nag-preach si pastor. Then boom! You were hit by the love of God. You cried. Tumulo na ang lahat ng dapat tumulo. And you surrendered your, your life to God once again. Why? Because God's love has the power to win back a backslidden heart. You know, when I was passing through the darkest moments of my life, the only thing that sustained me and kept me in the faith is the truth that I clang on to so dearly as if my life depends on it. And that truth is, I know that God loves me. Period. Yan lang po. I could have walked away. I could have given up. But I clang to the truth for 10 years. Praise God. By the grace of God, I was able to weather that season of my life. And now, I am here standing before you by the grace of God. Amen? God is so powerful and sovereign, yet He bound Himself to an agreement with humans. A covenant na hindi niya pwedeng i-violate kasi pag violate niya, i-violate din niya yung character niya. What He was actually saying is, wala, talagang wala akong magagawa. Pero gusto niya yon. Siya yung may gusto nun. Ang kanta ni Lord, I'm stuck on you. Yung mga 80s alam yan. Yung mga millennials din alam yan. Yeah. As if he was in a bind and this bind is his choice and doing. Remember the covenant that I have made with your forefathers. Wala siyang ginawa to deserve it yet I made a covenant with him anyway. Amen? Now, don't you dare think in any way na si Lord kiner si Iso. Hindi po niya kiner si Iso. The truth is, nung nagkita si Iso sa kasi Jacob, sinong mas mayaman? Si Iso. Di ba? Mas mayaman si Iso. Marami siyang nitinday, marami siyang nabenta eh. Lutong nga eh. Pero po, pero nung yung bansa ni Iso, ang tawag po Edom, okay, yun po yung kanyang lahi, Edom, Edomites ang tawag sa kanila, Nagkasala po, God gave them the full force of His justice. Anong ginawa ni Lord? Sabi sa verse 3, letter B ng ating text, I have laid waste His hill country and left His heritage to jackals of the desert. If Edom says, we are shattered, but we will rebuild the ruins, the Lord of hosts says, they may build, but I will tear down, and they will be called the wicked country and the people with whom the Lord is angry forever. No, forever. At alam niyo po ba yung ano nangyari sa Edom? Hindi sila nakasurvive. May mga Edomites here and there, a pocket of... The, pero wala na pong bansang Edom. Wala na silang territory. Bakit? Because they sinned against God. And God gave them the full force of the law. God gave them the punishment that is due them. He gave them the justice that they deserve. But when Israel sinned, He disciplined them, but still covered 
by His covenant of grace. They were punished, they were banished, but never eradicated. Meron pa rin pong natirang remnant. Meron pa rin silang bansa na matatawag. And they were still able to go back to their own homeland. God's justice was given to Edom. God's grace was extended to Judah. Pareho po silang nag-commit ng serious sins kay Lord and both deserved dire consequences. But because of a prior covenant with God's people, a choice sovereignly made by God, not based on merits, but based on His grace, a covenant He chose to honor rather than violate because it will violate His very character. So what that God did, He withhold the full force of His wrath. Sabi po ng Malachi chapter 3, verse 6, For I, the Lord, do not change. Therefore you, O children of Jacob, are not consumed. Sabi niya, faithful ako. Hindi ako nagbabago. Hindi ako kapritsyoso, hindi ako whimsical, hindi pabago-bago ang isip ko na parang bagyo na kadalasang ipinapangalan ay babae. <laughs> hindi ako ganoon, sabi niya ganoon, I do not change. Kaya naman, faithful ako sa covenant ko, nandyan pa kayo, buhay pa kayo. Tingnan mo yung katabi mo. Yung katabi mo is a picture of God's grace. Bakit? Buhay pa siya. Di ba? Sino dito, misang gusto niyo, I, I want justice, I want justice. God, it's unfair, I want fairness. You want fairness? You want justice? Sabi ni Lord, for the wages of sin, amini? Wages of sin. Singular. Pagdalawa, polar. For the wages of sin is death. Gusto mo Justice? Sino dito hindi pa nagkasalata sa kamay? Pag di kayo nagtas ng kamay, nagkasalata kayo. You're not consumed. You deserve that. I am faithful. I do not change. And so God reminded them of His covenantal love. And so He said, remember this, hashtag I have loved you. I love you then, I love you now, and I will fulfill my covenant no matter what. When you are faced with your dark and present realities. And when you tend to doubt God, this is the best time, period in our lives, to live by faith rather than by sight. When things are not going our way, this is the time to say, God, I choose to believe you. Lord, I believe you are faithful. Lord, you have a covenant with me. I choose to believe. Everything that I see tells me to doubt you. God, by your grace, I say, I trust you. Because, hashtag, sabi ni Lord, I have loved you. Sabi ko po kanina, our present realities has the power to cast doubts to God's promised grace. But God's covenantal love has the power to win back a backslidden heart. So always remember this, I have loved you. And I will remain faithful to you. I will fulfill my covenant with you. Fast forward, 400 years or so. Once again, God said, I love you. 
not with words, but with a child born of a virgin. And this child became a man and he bore the cross. It was not his cross. It was mine and yours to carry. And yet he carried it for you and for me. He died my death that I may live abundantly. I read a story and I want to share it to you. There was a young boy who got lost in a big city. He was very scared and felt alone. He wandered through the streets, searching anything or anyone who might help him find his way back to safety. Finally, he gave up. He sat down on the curb where he began to cry. And at the time, a police car pulled up to him and asked him what was wrong. I lost my way and I don't know how to get back home. The little boy sobbed. Jumped in, the policeman told the boy. We will drive around until we find something that will help you remember where you live. The little boy quickly got in the car and felt a feeling of relief. Surely now he would be able to get back to where he wanted to be so badly. But as the police car drove down the streets, the little boy still didn't see anything look familiar. Don't get discouraged, son, the officer said. Sooner or later, you will see something that will help you find your way back home. Can you think of any landmarks such as store or building that will direct you to your house? The little boy thought for a while and then suddenly he blurted out, Yes, I know. There is a big church on the corner with a large cross. Take me to the cross and I can find my way back. Take me to the cross and I can find my way back. When we are faced with our present darkness that tends to eclipse our faith and forces us to doubt and question God. When we lose our way because of our frustrations and disillusionment. Jesus will look into you eye to eye and you, we, will, we will hear him say, remember the cross. Remember the cross. It will bring you back home. Remember the crown of thorns. Remember my nail-pierced hands. Remember my back tattooed with wounds. I shielded you with my own body so you won't have to bear the wounds on yours. Every communion we used to Read this verse, 1 Corinthians 11, 23-25. And I want to read it in the easy-to-read version. The teaching I gave you is the same that I received from the Lord on the night when the Lord Jesus was handed over to be killed. He took the bread, gave thanks for it, then He divided the bread and said, This is my body. It is for you. Eat this to remember me. In the same way, after they ate, Jesus took the cup of wine. He said, this cup represents the new agreement from God, which begins with my blood sacrifice. When you drink this, do it to remember me. Why? Because we might forget. Because people tend to forget. When difficult times come, people tend to forget. When great things happen, people more tendency to forget. Do this to remember me. When our hopes are eclipsed with doubts and disillusionment, remember the cross. Balikan po natin yung cruise 
at minsan pang pagmasdan yung tipana ng Diyos sa atin. Written not with ink, but with the blood of His only begotten Son, full of grace and truth. Kaya ho, pagka sa timeline natin, okay, ang mga picture natin, punong-puno ng sorrow, grief, questions and doubts, laging complaints ang nakalagay sa timeline mo, ano ba yan? Hashtag, ewan ko. If your timeline is filled with sorrow and grief, questions and disillusionment, please, always include the hashtag. Hashtag, I have loved you. Amen? And God wished to say to you and to me, I will be faithful. I will come through. I will see you through. Verse 5 of our text, it says, Your own eyes shall see this, and you shall say, Great is the Lord beyond the border of Israel. Paul, speaking to the Philippian church, said this, And I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will be, bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. And then we can move on regardless of our circumstance. Then we can fight the good fight of faith. Then we will overcome because we are assured that God will bring to completion what He had started in our lives. That's our inspiration. Amen? Para lang sinabi ni Inigo, Lord, Ikaw ang tangi kong inspirasyon. At basta't nandito ka, ako'y liligaya. Yeah. Dahil sa iyo, Lord, ako'y matapang. Dahil sa iyo, Lord, ako'y lalaban. Para sa iyo, pagmamahal na walang katapusan. So when faced with present realities, remember God's covenant, remember the cross, and please include the hashtag, I have loved you. Hashtag, faithful God. Hashtag, covenant. Hashtag, till eternity. Do us part. Amen? Ilakpakan po natin ang Panginoon. Tayo po tayo na. Our God is good. Amen? What an amazing God we have. What a grace. We receive what we don't deserve. And that's amazing. That's why it's called Amazing Grace. I think the most appropriate way to respond to this truth is to worship Him. I want, to worship, we wa- I want you to worship Him without guilt. Just worship Him for the beauty of His love. And say, God, thank you. Salamat po. Minahal mo ako. Kahit na hindi ako kaibig-ibig. Kahit na minsan ang sama-sama ng ugali ko, kinu-question kita, pinagdududahan kita, and yet you still pursue me. Lord, here I am. I worship you.